0: I'm Todd Mack. And I'm Joe Dorowski. We're the hosts of the Protagonist Podcast, where each week we discuss a great character in a great story. If you listen to us, your fancy will be tickled. And your thoughts will be provoked. One reviewer described us as fanboys with PhDs. Our discussions cast a wide net alternating between TV, comics, films, and novels. In one episode, we may discuss a Spanish telenovela and the next week, an American superhero comic. That was January 2016. Or one week, we might discuss a Japanese manga and the following week, a Jane Austen novel. That was October 2016. Check out The Protagonist Podcast. Great characters and great stories.
1: Rocky Minute for The Daily Podcast, where we cover the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. Joining us again, live via satellite from Detroit, Michigan, our good friend Chris Goff from Stallone Fanatics. Hey, Chris.
0: Hey, Doug. Hey, Jason. How you guys doing?
1: Good, good. How you doing? Yeah, we're doing good. It's been a long day. It's been a long, day. it's been a long day. I feel like I, I haven't doubt. talked to you in forever. Right? Right? Uh, today we are knocking out minute thirty-seven, which begins with Rocky awkwardly listening to Paulie yelling at Adrian, and it ends with Pauly holding a turkey leg. <laughs> oh, the, the turkey scene, man. <clears throat> we finally got to the turkey minute.
0: Oh, this is my and moment don't forget, right here. <laughs> I
1: didn't. Uh, I didn't forget about uh, what I wanted to talk to you about uh, the Mike Kunda uh, information. All right. Yeah, I wanted to do it for one of our shorter minutes, so. We'll Not a get problem. To it. So here we go, Paulie.
2: crap out
1: of I, I, I want people to come back today, tomorrow, the next day, the next day.
2: He admitted eighty six. Like, Chris is calling. We still have to go over that uh, Mike Kunda thing. Chris, I'm going to hurt Jay
1: with this because uh, Jay particularly has a soft spot for the music of this movie. Oh, nice. So when he finds this, he finds out this bit of info it might crush
2: him. What? Uh-oh. This is, what you're, is the teaser? Yeah, it's the oh teaser. Oh, my God. No, now you've got me. <laughs>
1: you and the fans. All right, so Paulie continues yelling at Adrian to get out of the house as Rocky takes a seat on the end table, watching uncomfortably. She says she can't go, Paulie being the sweet, nurturing older brother, <laughs> tells her not to get wise with him, <laughs> and says uh, he's tired of her being a loser. She he likes that word. Herself and, loser. Oh, yeah. He did that in the bathroom, too, called her a loser. Yeah. <laughs> But she sticks up for herself and tells him she's not a loser. Don't call her that. So Rocky turns his attention to the TV where a news anchor is talking about Apollo Creed trying to fill the vacancy for the big fight. But it's not. uh, You can't get the whole gist of it. So let me read it from the script. This is the commentator. Unfortunate luck for fifth-ranked heavyweight Mack Lee Green. The slugging fighter acquired a serious fracture in his left hand after an aggressive day of sparring. Champion Apollo Creed says he'll be shopping for another victim to fill Green's vacancy for the bicentennial championship fight to be held in Philly next month. By the way, rumor has it that this will be the most widely viewed sporting event in the entire world, and that includes the Super Bowl. Folks, today U.S. Oh, nah, he goes on swimmers. to a different, different, <laughs> different story about <laughs> swimmers setting a new something. The biggest sporting, the most widely viewed sporting event in the entire world. Do you remember when boxing was that big?
2: in our lifetime it was mike tyson, tyson, holyfield, tyson Lex lewis they were mm-hmm. but i don't think they beat out the super bowls did they
1: i don't think i don't think anything has beaten out a super bowl yeah.
0: in recent no. history no i think back in the you know the early days of boxing when it was televised i think that might have been the case but that would have been probably before the super bowl started
1: yeah uh, yeah you're right the days of Muhammad ali and whatnot
0: right i,
2: I think that uh, the, the line here, though, um, shows a little bit, obviously, to Creed's arrogance, because he plays it up like he's given an underdog an opportunity, a chance, like he's he's like a, this goodwill kind of guy. Like, I'm going to give somebody a chance who doesn't have a chance. But then he says, I'll be shopping for another victim. That doesn't mm. sound very welcoming and, and hey, just, uh, <laughs> right. take your chance. It sounds like a, a you know step in the ring so I can kill you. That's pro- That's pretty much what he was looking for. But and the speech, I, I gave, it, I was into the speech in the office about the land of opportunity and, and that stuff. Like I bought into that.
1: But then he said he'll drop this chump in three. Selfball eh, well, you know. nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but this when this uh, comes on the TV, it catches Rocky's attention. Like he's he hears it. He's he's looking at. It. He he doesn't know obviously yet that it's going to be him. But right, you know, he's the victim. But he, uh, you know, you can see he notices it right away.
1: Chris, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the question or was it last week? The question was asked, like, is Apollo Creed, like, what he's doing by giving the Snow White underdog a chance, is it self-serving or is it charitable or benevolent?
0: I think that the the crux of it is that it's definitely self-serving. I mean, it's, there's nothing better than, you know, offering up to the world this opportunity to somebody who would never otherwise have it, you know. And, and, but what that, what that draws for him is a whole lot of publicity. And, and then, of course, everybody's going to be, oh, he's such a great guy. You know, because he gives right. somebody who, who had no chance an opportunity to fight the greatest fighter in the world. You know, so it's, uh, yeah, he's yeah. very, I think, very self-serving character in the film.
1: But it, it could have been, and we talked about this early on, too, about how Carl Weathers wanted to play Apollo Creed, like the antagonist, but not a villain. Right. And you don't, you don't go through this movie hating Apollo Creed. But then no. again, you don't you don't look at these little nuances of his and being like this he, it, this is all about him, all about him and his publicity and his image.
0: Well, and I think that's kind of like it was with, you know Muhammad Ali himself who this character's kind of molded after, you know, was that way. I mean, he was I don't know, he was kind of arrogant but at the same time lovable to to a lot of people, you know, so mm-hmm. he kind of had that that same duality. I agree yeah, that's I mean, there was people that hated film. Ali straight out too, but I think, you know,
1: I, I, it seems like that would be a very difficult thing to pull off.
2: What, like a likable villain. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not not just Carl Weathers Carl Weathers to portray that, but for a guy like Muhammad Ali, who that's how he lived.
2: Yep. But I, I don't think Muhammad Ali. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't really know much about him, but a real villain wouldn't give this opportunity. He would just, you know. He wouldn't give him this chance of an unknown name fighter, so
0: Yeah, not, cause I, anybody who's that self serving normally, right. you know, would wouldn't want to fight just some bum. You know, they would want some big name, you know, so they could say, Hey, I knocked out this guy who was ranked such and such, you know, that kind of thing.
2: Right, but right. <laughs> even if he wins, I mean, if Apollo creed which does like even if he you know, we are looking at it from his point of view before and even if he wins it doesn't matter. So he's gonna beat up a no name bum, basically. So what's you know. Right. The only thing he, he can the only thing he could do here is lose.
1: Right. It's it's all it's all about the bicentennial fight. It has to be done on January first of the bicentennial year for some reason.
0: Whatever. Yeah. The um, ultimate gala so spectacle.
1: To... Oh. Now you know it. He's got a way with words, that creed. He does. Italian stallion. (laughs) Uh, So so we're back to Adrian saying, why didn't you tell me you were bringing him home? And Paulie says, how do you know I didn't? (laughs) How do you know I didn't? Like, how do you know Uh. I didn't tell you? (laughs) That's what I got out of it. I don't know how how else you can interpret that. But she protests some more as Paulie pulls open her door and asks her, why? She says, it's Thanksgiving, and she got a turkey in the oven. She kind of withdraws a little bit there. Like, she she shies up a little bit. Yeah. You know, like she, yep. Like she's afraid of them, maybe. The way she's like, it's Thanksgiving, I got a turkey in the oven. Speaking of the turkey in the oven. Oh, boy, this is... The uh, way yeah. Polly says,
2: oh, a turkey in the oven. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a turkey in the oven. I must have rewound and listened to that a hundred times out there.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. So he goes to the oven, opens it up, grabs the turkey with uh, a potholder in one hand and jams a knife up its ass. <laughs> and, and Adrian's just standing at the door watching like she knows what's going to happen.
2: Mm-hmm. But you notice he does rip himself off a, a leg before he throws it out. Oh, yeah, he's it.
1: not going hungry.
0: <laughs> like That's <this>. right.
2: <laughs> you know, the only, how angry do you have to be to throw a fresh hot turkey take it out of the oven and throw it outside. Like, turkey's delicious. Yeah, what a waste. (laughs) I I went to, to, uh, this is a true story, I went to stop and shop today and I bought uh, one of those rotisserie chickens Mm -hmm. for my son because he likes to eat it. So, I brought it home and and I cut it up for him and I put it on his plate and he ate it and I put the rest in the refrigerator for tomorrow. And like, he ate most of it but then he had like some it he left on his plate, he had some that fell out of his mouth, he had some that he pulled out of his mouth, some landed on the floor and like, I didn't even throw that away. I went and ate all of that. I ate, I, ate, I ate the turkey off the Mickey Mouse plate. I ate it off the floor. I even used his little fork to, to get the stuff off the, the, the high chair. And this guy threw a fresh, hot turkey outside of the alley. Like, how mad you have to be, or how much of a you're going to bleep out if I say asshole no, are you no. to throw a turkey out of the oven into the alley?
1: He, uh,. Uh, you know, I was I was hoping you would say after you cut off what what cow was gonna eat that you threw
2: the turkey on the. Backyard. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I couldn't even, I couldn't even throw away <laughs> already chewed up chewed the rotisserie chicken. I gotta throw the whole turkey away. Uh,
1: how much food do you think has littered the alley <laughs> behind the Panino
2: House? I, oh, this, this is yeah. not. Paulie's first meal he's thrown out to that
0: alleyway by no, by the, no the way the look on, on on Adrian's face is absolute indication of that
1: yeah but she knew it was going to she knew it was coming <laughs> but uh, his line here his line here before he rips off the, the leg oh yeah <laughs> go ahead Chris say, say the line for us
0: <laughs> uh, alright you want the bird go in the alley and eat the bird
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh, it's
0: Classic.
2: It's a great line.
1: They did about ten to fifteen takes of that, of them throwing a turkey of him throwing a turkey out in the backyard. <laughs> in the there was a couple of stagehands standing there with a blanket that caught the turkey each time. Really? Same turkey because they only had money in the budget for one fucking turkey.
0: Imagine that. Turkey.
1: <laughs> so, so every time they catch the bird. They have to bring the bird back into the door. They have to pin the leg back on because he rips it off each time. <laughs> that by the by the time they they did all the takes, that turkey was tattered and cold. So I mean, it looks nice and warm, but looks I assure you, it wasn't. Oh,
2: so I eat, eat, eat it off the blanket in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. But, uh, poor heartbroken Adrian. She gives the oh Paulie starts crying <laughs> runs back into the bedroom and then again he's yelling at it that he wants her out of the house like you just broke this poor girl's heart just give her a minute <laughs>
2: but he he says a bunch of times though he he says like enjoy like he says this I mean enjoy your freaking life it, although he's abrasive all his his loud drunk. Abrasive, turkey throwing self. He's. It seems like he cares about her. He wants her to. He set this whole thing up. He wants her to get out there, go out with Rocky, enjoy your life. Stop drying up around the house. So it, it's like he. He does obviously care about her. It's
0: a sister. Yeah, he just. Polly yeah, just yeah, has just, a very particular way of showing it. That that's all it is.
1: I wonder how many quiet conversations he's had with her early on when he's like, you know what, it's probably better off. It's probably good for you if you just go out and have a good time, enjoy yourself. And then after after countless of those, now he's at the
2: point he's like, "Get out of the freaking house!" <laughs> I don't I don't know, man. I don't think any. I don't think there <laughs> no, think think has right like, been a quiet conversation in this house ever.
0: Yeah, I don't that's think Polly has an inside they, voice. No, yeah,
2: all right, no, you make I, a good point. I think he's one just one gear, that's it, man. Like I don't think they're ever sitting around watching TV, and he's like. You know, that Rocky guy is nice. He seems to like why don't you. Why don't you go out with him? Why don't you give him a chance? I don't think that conversation has ever happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. I mean, that's all I got. It's pretty much the end of the minute here.
2: So I, I got to hear the story now with Because uh, you've got me intrigued now. Yeah. Um, no, crush We'll say it now. Um, oh, boy.
1: <laughs> now, Chris, I, I think on the interview that you did with Ryan, it was him that said that he found out, or you put it on, on the Stallone Fanatics page. Yeah, the, the the piece Go in the Distance, in, the, in round 14, when, when Apollo knocks Rocky down, that was not created by Bill Conti for this movie specifically, correct?
0: Right. It was created by Bill Conti, uh, but it was created, I think, three years earlier for an Italian singer. A female Italian singer.
1: What, what, which one is this? Um, the Go in the Distance. Is that what it was called, going a distance, right?
0: Yeah, yep. It's the one where, you know, Mick's uh, going down, down, stay down.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, At no. the end of the round, Rocky gets up for, for and he calls Apollo over for those last, like, three or four gut shots before oh, the round yep. ends. Oh, no. Yeah, that's one of the, my favorite pieces of, of the whole movie.
2: Well, it was still written by Bill Conti. So we sure, can... sure.
1: But he didn't watch yeah. that scene and say, oh, and, and create it for that scene. If you, on your page, I think it was back, I found the, I had to go through, <laughs> I don't know how many dozens of posts to find it, but it was back in like the end of September, I think. Yeah. As this is released, it's, this is the week of Thanksgiving. Right. Um, so, so the listeners are going to have to go back quite a few months to, to find it. But uh, I mean.
0: Yeah. I, I have to, I, I like have posted. to give Mike Kunda to the shout out because it was originally him that, uh, well, it, that, for, as far as my knowledge of it goes. That's where I got it from was Mike. He had posted it. This was back probably over a year ago now. And then it got brought back up again when um, the the conversation started about uh, Robert Tepper's No Easy Way Out supposedly not actually being written for Rocky IV and um mike couldn't find the oh, video was one. Yeah. yeah he couldn't find the video for the the italian song uh on youtube anymore so i basically just went back in the history of stallone fanatics because i had posted it after he did and i found it and then it wouldn't let me share it so i actually made my own video out of it and uh posted it to the page and it broke uh, ryan's heart because you know he's a purist so yeah (laughs) even though it's a bill conti piece it still wasn't written for rocky specifically so
1: (laughs) yeah from from what i found out you know from listening to ryan is you can't pull back the curtain on that guy because like you said he's a purist yep (laughs) if you can if you can find it can you bring it up to the top of your feed to make it fresh or i'll I'll try to share it on on our um listeners page too
0: yeah, I can definitely do that.
1: Excellent. Cuz I listened to it and you can tell it's it's like a, slow, a really slow kind of mellow version of it, but right. it's definitely that that melody.
0: I'll have to uh after we Sorry. after we're done recording, I'll do that.
1: Cool, man. Cool. Yeah, but uh you know, I mentioned that it's Thanksgiving week in the Panino house. It's Thanksgiving week here in uh USA. Um, That's right. So we got plenty 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 more Thanksgiving <laughs> Thanksgiving with Paulie and Adrian to go so. <laughs> Yeah, uh, do you want to just remind the listeners real quick how to find you?
0: Sure. We're on uh, Facebook uh, in groups, uh, Stallone Fanatics, and you can find our podcast uh, by the same name on uh, CastBox or Blueberry.com. And, uh, yeah, or you, and you can message me anytime uh, directly if you have any questions or whatever, and we're out there. We're, we're pretty active on Facebook. so.
1: Yeah, the, I said it yesterday. The stuff you've been posting is incredible. So, everybody check Thanks, it out. Thanks, I
0: appreciate that. No problem. Uh, as for us,
1: uh, we're on Twitter at Rocky Minute. You can join our Facebook listeners page, Mighty Mix. Uh, you can find us on duelinggenre.com. That's our host website. Um, Scott Corelli gracefully invited us uh, to join his family Gracious over there. Man. What did I say?
2: I think he said gracefully
1: Great. (laughs) (laughs) He was doing a dance when he asked me. (laughs) Uh, But he he invited us to join his family over there, and, uh, you know, it's great. It's great because I don't don't know if we would have been able to make a website just for a Rocky Minute, so I can't thank him enough for that. So come back tomorrow for, for some more Thanksgiving antics on the next Rocky Minute.